Welcome to the 100th episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and um, Ryan and Joey will be joining me later. Uh, I'm going to have uh, another guest in first, but before we get to that, we are brought to you this week by Lightning Stand. Lightning Stand is a RC car stand. It comes in a two or three shelf design. It's made in Wendell, Minnesota. It's 3D printed with very, very nice 3D printing. I've seen it personally. I like it. Um, it's durable. They have had it tested holding up to 40 pounds. Uh, it's compact. It's movable to the position for your size of car. Um, it's has lightweight aluminum rods that hold the shelves in 12 inch or 18 inch no hardware this is my favorite part of it no slip pads so you put your car on there it's not coming off it holds really nice um, there's many colors to choose from to match your paint design they're always working on better options are working on new accessories all the time but right now their current accessories to go with your lightning stand are a tool stand with with tray s6 eye charger stand that fits in the base of your stand and a screw tray so check out lightning stand on facebook and uh tell them i sent you and guess what Tell them I sent you, you guys will get free shipping on the deal. Again, look up Lightning Stand on Facebook and tell them Joe from Ran Out of Talent sent you. All right, guys, we're going to be bringing in the first guest here momentarily. But before we do, I'd like to thank everybody over the years for listening. A lot of you know that this started out i don't know back in 2012 with me and greg gurton and sometimes marshall scarry and sometimes eric swanson in the basement of greg gurton's place because we wanted more of a podcast with the local feel and then you know it kind of died out when greg gurton he he started racing again but he quit racing for quite a while and it's like well I got nobody to do it with, so it's going to go on the shelf. And then I decided, hey, give it another chance in 2017. I had a co-host that it just didn't quite work out with their schedules and whatnot. So I put it on the shelf again for about another year and a half until Ryan Green came up to me and is like, hey, let's bring back ran out of tail and i'm like yeah i have the equipment but honestly i really didn't want to i i didn't have a good feeling about the way it was going and all that but it's like you know what i'm paying for the feed every single month let's give it a try so we started out and yeah that was 90 episodes ago because the first 10 episodes are from the redo 
And yeah, man, it's been going good. And we have Joey Fitzsimmons on as a co-host now. He's coming into his own. Um, I'm going to be building a studio here pretty quick. So there will be, I don't know if I'm going to do it on YouTube Live or Twitch Live or Facebook Live or we're going to have a live option, which ooh, last week that one or last episode that wouldn't have been a very good thing. Um, <laughs> there would have been potential trouble. Um, we'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, and again, thanks for everybody. Thanks to everybody for listening. If it wasn't for all of you, I mean, I want to have a podcast. So. Again, thank you all for listening, and I'm going to bring in my first guest momentarily. All right, I'm back with my first guest and my firstborn son, Joe Three. How's it going, buddy? Good. Good. You got to talk a little more into the mic. Okay. Okay. So this week, you came with me to Omaha. Uh, for the Hobbyplex Spring Championship. Um, what did you particularly like about that race? Because I know you really like the Hobbyplex in Omaha. Well, first up, the track's always fun. That's right. Second up, um, I usually have friends to play outside with, and there's also an outside that I can play with outside. Yep. Um. So... Yeah, man. It, bummer part, though, the pool was shut down in the hotel this time, so we didn't have a pool to hang out in. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, So tell tell me all your A-Main one, because you made the A-Main and Plex spec. Eh. I got uh, hit a few times. I got hit a few times, but eh. That happens. You know, Plex spec is a sportsman. Um. And chaos and, at times. Yeah, it, it's a sportsman class, so and that's gonna happen. Um, so basically, um, all winter long, you ran sportsman at Thunder Road, and you were winning pretty convincingly. And for carpet and astroturf, we have decided to move you up to intermediate. So, well, hopefully, it's not so rough. I don't know. What do you think? Are you ready for intermediate? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so what are you going to run at uh, Thunder Road on the AstroTurf this summer? Hmm, I don't really know yet. No, you know. You're going to run your A-scale, E-buggy. Probably the car I'm running now. No, not the car. Buggies, eh. Uh, two-wheel drive. Bu I mean, you can run your two-wheel drive buggy, or you could run my four-wheel drive buggy. Probably that. Probably that, yeah. So, anyway, so overall, what's your favorite part about RC car racing? The community and also driving a car is fun when you're underage to drive a car. Yeah, it sure is. You know, that was one of my favorite parts when I was young because, you know, I, like you, I also made a lot of my friends at the RC car track. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I started at the same age as you started. 
Um, so I was going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. I'm blanking now. Um, anyway, so what are your goals for racing this summer? Cause you're going to be racing your nitro buggy on the dirt in sportsman class for the MNRC. Mm, probably get at least in the podium. Get at least a podium. That's a good goal. I mean, I'm looking, I got to rebuild. I'm looking at the buggy you're going to be running. I got to rebuild it. I got to build my buggy still. My scale buggy's still in the box. Oh. Yeah, O's right. Um, yeah, man, but nah, it's okay. I can, uh, I work under pressure. Um, what would you say to younger kids who want to get into racing like what what advice would you give them so slow down on the corners yeah four speed on the straightaway let the fastest cars buy you yep and don't run into people well don't try everybody runs into people and it's an inevitability of racing but don't try to run into people yeah. oh yeah also another thing yeah, um, if you can't fully take the jumps, then just single. That's right. Roll them. That is right. So, what other, what other hobbies do you like besides RC? Rock collecting. Of course, your mother emptied out your pockets, and you have a ton yep. from the weekend. Uh, Legos. Legos, of course. That's gonna be your college fund. I've told you no, the rocks are. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what about that new, so you started messing with uh, new models from Bandai called 30-Minute Adventures? No, 30-Minute Missions. 30-Minute Missions. Those are really fun to build. Those are fun to build. And you can get accessories for them and whatnot. So, mm. yeah, man. So, we got to eat dinner soon. And it was awesome that you came on the podcast. So, yeah, you can't be on the adult portion coming up. So we're going to pause this and go eat dinner. Thanks for coming on, Joey. welcome. All right. It's been a couple hours since I recorded that interview with Joe 3, but you didn't notice anything. We are back with co-host Joey Fitzsimmons and Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, guys? Not too bad, Joe. How about you? Pretty good. Um, hey, fellas. How's it going? Excellent. What are we up to? What's going uh, on? I just got back from, uh, well, it was late getting back from Omaha. You know, got home at around 11 o'clock, and I've been running on no sleep. I got um, dicked around by the windshield people today. The windshield people? Yes. What do you mean? So my new truck got a crack in the windshield. I go to get it replaced, and they have the windshield, but they don't have anything else. So they're like, we don't know how long it's going to take to order the trim pieces. We'll let you know when it's in. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I had to drive to Brooklyn Park for them to tell me that. It's like, you know. Oh, no. Couldn't couldn't you look at your situation before I drive all the way in? Yeah. So customer service is so by the wayside. Well, and 
seemingly all facets of life right now. The problem is it's safe light and they get so much business. I mean, my business through them would be through my insurance company, so they don't really give a shit. Sure. You know, go through, uh, there, there's one of my, my dad's sponsors is Ron's auto glass. He's right out of Isani, I believe. Okay. He, he, uh, he replaced my windshield on a Cadillac Escalade I had years and years ago. And he actually, he came to my work to do it. Yeah. Normally they'd come to your work, except, um, my truck is new and they got to hook it up to a certain machine to recalibrate everything. Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, anyway, last, well, this past weekend, uh, Joe 3 and I went to the Protex Spring Champs at the Hobbyplex in Omaha. I'll tell you what, it was a lot of fun. It was more fun than I expected to have. Um, Why is that? I just haven't been digging the clay lately. Okay. Just the the whole struggling for traction and no, all the effort to no. the tire game and the effort what? the effort to the tire game. Okay. I'm never a fan and it hasn't been um the fun doesn't equal the effort to me anymore. But then I started running. Thursday we get there, it was a fresh layout, it was super muddy. So Joe 3 and I ran, I ran two packs, Joey ran two packs, and we went to the hotel. Called it a night, because it was just so muddy. Friday was controlled practice all day long. I ran six packs through each vehicle. Joey ran three or four packs, and we were feeling really good about the layout. The layout was a ton of fun. It had a crossover. Um... Every time Alex Sturgeon tries a crossover, it works. Um, that's really important because that's a good track record. Usually, it's the opposite. Yeah, we've we've all dealt with the crossover that bit you in the ass at least once. But, I gotta ask Ryan, what are you eating? Are you hearing that? Like, I, oh yeah, I totally. Oh no, I can. I can hear your mouth full. I can hear you eating, though. <laughs> He's uh, muted himself. Oh, I think. Yeah, All right, I was trying to see if my mute. I was trying to see if my mute button was working. It works. I, I may or may not have been eating popcorn. Oh, I got you. I got a full bowl sitting right here. So I'm rocking the mute button back and forth. Okay. So. You you practiced eighteen times on Friday. Not quite. Um, is six to eight times per vehicle. Right, and you had you ran three, right? Two. Oh, okay. Well, still, yeah, you got a ton of running in. Well, dude, it's easy when your stuff works. You run your vehicle, you marshal, you saw, and you have your next vehicle sauced and ready to go. So when you're done marshalling, you get back in line and you just practice. But that was a positive thing. Um, I had a little bit of help uh, with the sand uh, from the Sandman, Brad Sadvig from RC Tech Labs, with some uh, 
motor help with my stadium truck so that thing was dialed and my mini truggy you know it's it's a mini truggy it is what it is that guy's operating on a level that us normal people just cannot understand yeah he sat there and ran through everything with me what he was doing and i did not understand any of it are you running are you running equal length uh battery wires as per brad's recommendation these days no we're focused on the motor wire anyways what was that joey was he down there no uh before the weekend i stopped at his house he lives 20 minutes from me maybe that's what i meant Maybe I meant equal length motor wires. Are you doing that? Not equal. Some... Have you had his spiel on that? Yep. And... Can you explain that to people? Because I sure can't. The most I can give up is, let's say you temp your motor wires, and one's going to be hotter. It's going to be your A wire. So you don't even necessarily make that equal length, but you put a thicker gauge on. Okay. And, yeah, that makes a difference throughout a run. Cool. Because when you temper... I I love that he knows shit like this and he just figures it out. He's given me a a bunch... He's a tinker. Yeah, exactly. He's, uh, He's given me a bunch that I'm not necessarily... I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but also he's given me a bunch of stuff that I'm not smart enough to understand. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at whenever he, he talks. Yeah. <laughs> you Sometimes even we can even talk about raps, and it's yeah. over my head. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I, I do enjoy the guy. Dude, his new studio is awesome. It is unreal. All the, all the cool lighting, and yeah, he is... He is, it's not a hobby anymore. Nope. He is full-on, 100% hardcore Mr. Uh, freestyle rapper. Yeah. Well, Joey, for a while, his studio was, he had like a mobile studio. He either put in his BMW or his uh, work van. Right. But now he's got a serious system going in his, like he saw, you know, we did the podcast from his house and he saw my setup. And he's like, oh, it's like that. And then he got a way bigger mixing board, and he's got a really nice microphone. And, yeah, man, he took it and went with it. It's pretty cool. But, anyways, can't say enough about that guy. But, yeah, Friday we uh, practice all day, and then we seeded. Um, I seeded fifth. Fifth in stadium, Joey seated fifth in uh, fifth in sportsman, and I f- seated fifth in uh, mini truggy, and or six. I don't know. I fifth and six and something, but I stayed. I kept my vehicles in the A mains Saturday all day Saturday. Uh, grip was a little funky, and. That was no fault of the people, the Hobbyplex. The weather was super weird. Like Saturday, it was like 80 degrees and like this weird humid shit happening. Um, But once the weather calmed down, it's like halfway through the second round, the track started getting really good like the Hobbyplex does. But it's like I got 
a dozen runs on each one of my trucks and it barely has any tire wear and well ryan i know you haven't i know you've been to the hobbyplex but you've never ran there but joey and i have ran at the hobbyplex you normally get what what would you say joey five to six runs on a set of tires at least yeah i got a ton and i still am at 75 percent on each set that's so, awesome it's it is but it's not so i heard tire wear down there was not that bad no it wasn't a factor which is nuts but grip was down because of it but it was there for round three and it was there for the mains which is the most important mm-hmm. um there's one section on the track i wasn't a huge fan of and i just wasn't a huge fan of he had um whoop section that was up you go around a corner and then down the only reason i wasn't a big fan of it is because it was it hit a little hard you know like that first one or two humps was like almost like hitting a wall but other than that the track was phenomenal i cool i always love the layouts um Nothing stupid on the track. Which and is... actually, I I have never been down there. Oh, I thought you I've stopped always, there I've once. always wanted to. I had, I wish I had the opportunity to stop back when I traveled for Fox. Yep. Um, so I haven't been there. It's But that being said, huge fan of – I do follow what he does, and everything he does looks awesome. And um, we chit-chat back and forth a little bit. I sold him a 12th scale this year. Yep. And um, so we had some chats about that. Awesome, dude. So I, I love that you go down there and, and uh, you you put that yeah. count, that race on your calendar every year. That's well, awesome. This will be the last uh, clay event in general. I'm sitting there having fun like, you know, maybe I won't give up clay. You know, that's the way. Or are I you sp- thinking next year, no clay, period? That's what just I was. Do I, carpet off-road? Yep. Saturday, I'm like, hey, maybe I'll just do only clay. Or next year I'll do a little clay, whatever. So you're pretty much just looking at Thunder Road next year then. And MMR and Dollar. Oh, you think you'll make some MMR, some Friday night stuff? Yeah, I've made some Friday nights this year. Oh, you did? Cool. Yeah, I've made a couple. Right on. But anyway, um, Sunday morning, I'm a guy that listens to my body. And my body said, no more of this. I'm going to gross you guys out in three, two, one. When I blew my nose Sunday morning, it was a giant mucous membrane of gray and blood. Mm. Yummy. So it's I think I'm done with my popcorn. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I was, it was the tire dust in the air and all that stuff and you know i could handle it in the past i just hit my threshold my body said no more hmm. no i mean i can't say i'm surprised i mean we've all dealt with it and talked about it for years now it's it's the it's the achilles heel of of clay racing yeah mm-hmm. but you know and again it's like i listen to my body like when I was pre-diabetic, you know, I didn't wait. What to... is your what 
what kind of accent does your body have, by the way? It's got... Is it, is it English? Is it uh, Hispanic? No, it's just like a, like a O'Doyle rules. It's kind of okay. like, hey, hey, dummy, you, you stop, just stop. I was thinking somewhere between that and like Homer Simpson. <laughs> kind of. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Brain, or I'll stab you with the Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, but like when I was pre-diabetic and I needed to lose weight, I wasn't going to keep gaining weight until I needed to lose a foot. I was going to lose the weight. You you got to listen to your body. And that gross pile Sunday morning said, you're done. So, yeah, so it's just going to be um, dirt, outdoor dirt, astroturf, and carpet. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Well, that's still more than enough to keep you busy. Oh, I yeah. Mean, you were kind of a chicken with your head cut off the last couple of years trying to do it all. Guess how much I have done for... How much you have what? How much I have done for May 14th for Sean's opener. Absolutely nothing. I got my motor to Sean to break in. I got my body to Kevin Vanner to paint. Other than that, you're right. Absolutely nothing. Hey, man, you got like 28 days or so. Yeah. 18 days, 19 days, something like that. But I got to get Joe 3's car ready to go, too. I got to order clutch shit for it. God. (laughs) I got to order clutch parts for his car. Make a list, man. Do it all tomorrow. Yeah. Here I am already two, three weekends into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you ran at uh, Rick's Hobby Farm, Joey. Tell us about that. Yeah, we uh, last weekend, um, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, uh, a few of us went out there in the really cold, windy Rick's Hobby Farm that we all know in the spring. And the, yeah. it, it was actually really good. The track had a lot of traction. It, it wasn't dusty. It wasn't muddy. It it, it it was like Sean's as after he watered it at night. Right. You know, your, your car didn't get really dirty. You had good traction. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we just learned. We learned a lot of stuff with both of our cars. Uh, KP, uh, Jeremy Simpson, uh, Keith Vanderhyde, Dave LaRue. Jordan Shepard, uh, who else was out there? Russ Cromlett, um, man, who else was out there? Ryan Knudsen came out there. Cool. Yeah, we all just we all met up, had a good time, had a good day. Um, last weekend we raced, and it was a blast until the rain came. Yep. It was uh, me and Dave Larue were going to start one two, but there was something that happened right in the beginning of the race that I was supposed to start the race but i think it was a little bit too close to the line and it didn't pick up my first lap okay that happened so yeah you but know other than that it was great i'll tell you what rick's hobby farm is always if you could <clears throat> if you could have it rain like the afternoon before a race day to where it kind of dries overnight but there's still a ton of moisture in the track. That is the best. If you can get the proper amount of water pounded into that track, it is awesome. Yep, it that's mint. That's old school, baby. 
It is. Absolutely blast. One of the best Super Saturday Electric Series races I ever had was a super windy day out at Rick's. It rained the night before. We had to wait for one of the puddles to dry. We didn't get going until noon. The track stayed. We didn't blow the track off at all. The track stayed wet all day long. And, dude, it, it snowed for a split second, but the grip was super high. The grip was so high that um, this was uh, B4.2 days. Greg Gurton was qualifying well into the A with an RC10 team car against B4.2s. It was, the grip was impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool that they raced. Dude, it was a blast. I mean, it's that track and some of the best MNRC events we've had there where the track really, really grooves up is when it rained a ton before. Uh, That wasn't the case at the last event, was it? I think it might have been. I can't remember. I know, maybe not the last event, but maybe the one prior. I can't remember. So many events, and because it's the MNRC, there's so much rain. That's how that goes. Right. So, yeah, man. So, Ryan, where did you race? Uh, I did not race this weekend. Uh, on Wednesday, I did uh, drop in, drop in league night at Pro Card Indoors. Okay. I sent somebody home in tears, so that was my achievement nice. of the week. <laughs> there, oh, there were a couple. Man. There were a couple young fellas. Um, I'm gonna take a stab and say that they were like 18, 19, but they were driving really, really rough, and I didn't know that that was a thing in league nights. So I'm like, okay, if uh, that's how you want to play, I know how to play that game, and I absolutely ruined this kid. Sent him into the guardrail, and he left crying because I think I ruined like his points situation. Huh. Because after I hit him, a couple more people hit him, and he went all the way to the back of the field. And um, he's used to winning all the time there. And literally after the race, a bunch of people like shook my hand. And they're like, "Thank you. Nice. We've been wait- we've been waiting for somebody to tee that kid up." Yeah. <laughs> I saw young teenagers crying, freak out this weekend, but uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh gosh. So yeah, I didn't race this weekend. I did. I was kind of saving up my points. I, I went golfing with my dad, so that was a fun thing that I did on Sunday. Sweet. But um, I got the the Dollar Hobbies 24 Hours of uh, Fortech coming up. When's that it's coming actually, up? Yeah, it's Friday. Friday evening at Dollar Hobbies. Um, I'm not sure. I think there might be a couple spots left in the in the lineup. It's a 24 spot, you know, capped race so there's essentially going to be eight teams of three drivers everybody oh. with their own uh, four tech car yep and um it's going to be 2.4 hours long and i i just i can't freaking wait i was gonna say 24 because live time only takes 20 cars <laughs> sure yep so yeah I'd, do, you, I'd, do you got an extra four tech for me to drive 
Oh, we're it's it's going to be eight transponders. Okay. Because um, you know, I'm sure it's doable or whatever, but that just seemed like the easiest way to make the pit stops actually mean something. So you got to come into the pits, yank your transponder, get it into another car. Um, so yeah, I do not have a spare. Sorry, Joey, but they are very, very cheap, and you can find them at your local Dobby ho- Dobby Hollers. <laughs> did, you get, did you guys hear that? I did. Um, get it at your local Dollar Hobbies. Uh, there might be some other retailers in the area that carry the Fortech 2.0 from Schmaxis, <laughs> the company who we shall not name. Um, yeah, that I had edited five minutes out of the last episode. <laughs> we were going, <laughs> we were going hard in the paint on the old Schmaxis. So all I'm gonna say is, um, no, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> Good call. Now you don't have to go home, go back and do work after yep. the show. Yep. Because I was so tired after the last one, I had to just take uh, 15 minutes to find where it was and delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, really looking forward to that. And then after that, um, I still need to finish building my new e-buggy because that is what I would like to race at a Sean race. And that way it kind of frees me up um, just to chit-chat with buddies and then potentially do some nitro pitting without having to worry about me myself racing nitro at a one-day event. So yeah. I, I kind of like I kind of like my plan. I'm... I'm more of a I'm a funster, <laughs> so I like to go and just have fun and and chit chat and whatnot. So I think the the e buggy will be a good choice for those Saturday Sean races. That started some shit, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, a few people took it the wrong way, and I I don't know. I can look myself in the mirror and I know what I am. So well, that's I'm, the thing. I'm just a guy that likes to have fun racing RC cars. You know, I I mean it as like they're like a lot of quote unquote funsters do beat. Yeah, it, it's it it's just that's what happens today, right? But Nobody it, takes anything the right way. No, nope. it's fine. You guys don't have to be quiet. It's not like but we're not we're not the Joe Rogan podcast no, here. No, so, hi. Yeah, how's everybody doing? <laughs> we got some visitors for the boys. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, two point Two point four hours of Fortech Friday night dollar hobby is gonna be a blast. That'll be awesome. Um oh real quick, um speaking of races coming up, uh we got Sean's at FTR on the fourteenth. That's his season. Now that's opener. his series. That's his series. Okay. But May seventh, Thunder Road is having their their summer series is gonna begin. So that looks like outdoor astroturf. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a blast. You know, I got really excited because I thought you were gonna say they opened up a dirt track. No, ah, uh, womp womp, dude. The Astros fun. I mean, it's way more fun than you think, especially with a scale. I've talked about it a bunch on here. Mm-hmm. Um. He's going to be installing the new carpet on the ins- indoors. It's a way different carpet than what he had. It's the same stuff that's at uh, PDX. So the tires will be the same from the Astro Turf to the indoor carpet. So if it does get rained out, just bring it inside type situation. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, it'll be good time. But yeah, I'm gonna have my uh, nitro buggy to go, ready to go for the dirt, maybe. Let's see. You know, you I know, we're a ways into the hundredth episode. Have Have you even mentioned that this is episode one hundred? Yeah, in the intro. Sorry. Okay. All right. Sorry. I, it's really cool, right? Yeah, you, it is. You made cool. it to a hundred shows because we don't cool. do them all that often. Well, we're. I'm. I should say I'm a bit over a hundred. Because of all the early, early episodes that are... Oh, that's right. Those don't count. The ones that are on that guy's YouTube account, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. There were like 12 or 13. Sure. But, I mean, we weren't... We tried doing it on the cheap, and that's not the way to do it. So, yeah. Are we... Um. Are we through uh, Moto Sheets? Yeah, um, no, we're not. Okay. We're not. Let's let's back up the bus, and let's hopefully Ryan can find it. Boom. Uh, MMR had their MMR Challenge, which is, uh, is that his biggest race of the year? Or is it just kind of the season ender? It's, jeez, I want to say the October race is just about equal. The Bone Crusher? Yeah. I mean, the Bone Crusher is awesome. Yep. I, I haven't attended, but I love the social media, because... And uh, Andrew actually gets on Facebook a bunch for that event and shows all the all the really cool props and stuff that he has for it. But anyway, he had a pretty good turnout for the MMR challenge. I think it's kind of the unofficial um, end of the on road season for the MMR crew. Uh, we'll just go through some A mains here. One uh, twelfth stock Can Am A main. Andrew Mowry wins that. Rick File Sticker second and Joe Zire Senior finishes third. Got himself on the podium. He nice. beat uh, our buddy Fritz Grimm out for that one. Yeah, he sent me a text on the way home. Fritz did. Uh, I forgot to answer him. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, cool for Senior. Uh, USVTA A main. Evan Banta wins that. Doug Osted second and Corey Craig third. I don't know a Corey Craig. Sounds familiar. How about you? Thought he was an oval dude. Okay. Hey, look at this. Greg Manor came all the way down. Uh, Euro Truck A main. Corey Proel finishes first there. Greg Manor second. And Nick Shamla third. Okay. USGT A main. Evan Banta. That kid's on a roll with everything he drives. Uh, Evan Banta wins that. Andrew Mowry second. Doug Osted third. A lot of the usual Dude, suspects. Evan Banta won a class at the NCTS. I mean, that's amazing. Up at Thunder Road? No. Las oh, Vegas. Oh, west? In, in Vegas. Yeah. He won a class? Yeah, he won 13.5 buggy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I probably read it well, for one of our shows, but I, it just didn't register. So, yep, good for Evan. I remember talking about him during that. Anyway, uh, 112 Pro Light A main, Rick Filestacker first, Evan Banta second, Greg Amendola third, mm. and that was the MMR challenge. Greg Amendola is another way. one of those old school guys. What's that? Greg Amendola is another one of those old school guys. Yeah, still rips though. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. So this past Friday would have been April 22nd. They were racing at uh, Dollar Hobbies. Things are starting to. Um, wind down for the indoor racing in this area, right? Yep. So the, the, the numbers are going down. Right. I think the, the 2.4 hours of Fortec will kind of be the last big 
on-road event. I know there's some races scheduled coming up, but some of those, it's iffy if it's even going to be a race, right? I might come so out anyway, for I'll, some of the off-road ones. That? Some of the off-road ones that aren't on MNRC weekends, I might give it a shot. No shit. You're going to come indoors on a nice day. On a Friday, well, yeah. Good, well, good for you. Depends. Um, Depends. So, on... yeah. <laughs> Stock buggy, A-Main. Oh, we had some fast guys in the house. Alejandro Vegas mm-hmm. took first there. Torot second and Caden Voss third. That was so, a very fast podium. For sure. Uh, spec sh- slash Jake Scherer. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Scherer? Scherer? Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Super good dude. I, yeah. I do not perfectly know how to pronounce his last name. Same with this guy, Corey Eichinger. I think that's how you say it. He finished second. He was the the layout brains behind the Shamrock back in the day. Yep. And uh, him and John are kind of tag teaming a little bit of the Dollar Hobbies stuff these days, going above and beyond and helping out. So Jake Scherer first, Corey Eichinger second, and John Schroer third. John Schroer is the guy you need to get a hold of if you want to try to wiggle your way into that 2.0 hours of Fortech coming on this Friday. And that is it for me for Moto Sheets. Okay. Uh, sorry. Can we uh, do some shout outs? Yeah, let's do it. It's called the Racers Minute the Racers segment. Minute. I got it. It is currently unsponsored, and it sounds like Joe has some shout outs. I've got two. And they're both helping me with uh, the studio I'm going to build for decoration. First one is Pete Phillips. So I go to the mailbox today, and there's two Ryan Mayfield bodies and uh, Corey Newmandal signed wheel and a Ryan Mayfield signed wheel entire in my mailbox from that's awesome it is it'll look great in the studio and then another person couple people uh keenan white and david ronald i got david ronald round two winning body for rcgp this year i won it in a contest last december and Keenan's like, yeah, I'll get you a body. I'll get you a body. And then he's in the U.S. And they took the body off of his car after RCGP, packed it up, and sent it to me. So, oh, yeah, man. Big shout out to those guys. And that, it's just going to look, I'm. we're going to start setting it up here because basically what's going to happen is, uh, my desk is going to L off of the wife's um, work desk, but I'm going to work on having a background. I might get a ran out of talent banner made. I'm still not sure about that yet. Cool. We'll see. But eventually, and I said this in the beginning. It'll the, stick out Yeah. You know, if you do that blue. Oh, yeah, dude. The turquoise or whatever it is. Uh, that, I'll tell you what, and I never ever ever give him enough credit for this but eric swanson designed that logo super no way yeah swanee it's very cool thanks dude and that um cassette tape that's on the facebook page cover he designed that also that's awesome yeah he doesn't get enough credit for any of that and yeah it just just pops and he's not gonna hear this either (laughs) yeah 
You know, sometimes he does. Like, every once in a while, I'll get a PM from him. Hey, what did you mean by this or what really happened here? Because I could tell you were holding back. And <laughs> but <laughs> that's it's cool. like that's cool that at least some part of him is still remotely interested. I think he's like me. Once he runs out of podcasts, he starts uh, listening to some old stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I've been on that train lately. I what uh what about you, Joey? You got any random shoutouts? Uh, off the top of my head, not really. Uh, I mean, I suppose I'd give a shout out to the sheriff. Uh, he's been helping me out quite a bit. Uh, I guess just over the years of me getting back into it and getting into 8scale. Um, quite honestly, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be in 8scale at all. Okay, both well, that's an awesome are, shout out. Both of his cars are my, or both of my, the Cars I have now are both of his hand-me-downs, so... Awesome. Did you try the new B4 this weekend? Uh, nobody had it. Okay. Like I said, I, I haven't... I haven't... I'd like, I'd like to order one, but I haven't ordered one yet. And I, I'm sure I probably won't see it until mid-summer anyways. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think, like, the first run's gone. And, it, you know, I, and I went to order some Reedy servos... And, you know, the newest A-scale ones, and it said expected mid-May. It's like, ooh, or no, it's like mid-June. It's like, I can't, I, I can't wait that long. Pro-Tech it is. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, all you got to do is ask. I know. Oh, you know, I forget about the send it, but the reason I went with the Pro-Tech is because I already had one new in package and only needed one more. Or otherwise, I was because so I tried that um, send it RC one in my um, carpet mini truggy, and so far so good. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Do 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 do. Sorry. Um. Hey, I didn't get to do mine. Yeah, you do yours. Uh, this week my racers minute shout out goes to my number one fan. Aiden Burke, um, I, I feel so much more connected to him now because now I'm listening to his podcast, so it feels much more reciprocal. Yeah, and I wish I would have done it sooner because I think I mentioned this on the last show, but I absolutely love the guy's voice. It is so calming. Um, but anyway, I I want you to know, Aiden, I did I did lobby to try to get you on the show tonight. Um, I was conscious of the fact that you would have had to get out of the get out of bed in the middle of the night to do it but um just just so you know we were thinking about you for show 100 we appreciate that you uh yeah. you know patronize the show listen to it even though you've got your own awesome podcast going on so well, thanks for that dude i was gonna i want to have them on but like we'd have to record you know morning early afternoon yeah. or whatever yeah we could we could find like a saturday or a sunday or something like that sometime well when you said that my mind like this is it for time and the rest of my week is redlined yeah so yeah, what's up with that jackie's starting adult jiu-jitsu class with me oh cool uh-oh so yeah i now she can really kick your ass dude i have to watch my back in my house because i get choked <laughs> <laughs> it, it's ridiculous but no it's a step she needed to take because she's 13 
But uh, in kids' class, she overtowers. She's as tall as I am. <laughs> She's just way too big. So, yeah, we bumped her up, and we'll see how that goes. And then, so it's that, and then um, Friday, I forget what's going on, and then Saturday, the wife's got us doing something. It's Sunday is one of my busiest days. Sure. I so when you said maybe we could do it another time, it's like I just nope. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Life gets like that sometimes. Yeah, I was gone for four days at an RC track. I kind of gotta chill out. <laughs> yes, sir. So yeah, should we get into some? I have a I have a quick question. Yeah. for both of you. Yeah. Bladder shocks or emulsion shocks. I'm a fan. I know the it's not the newest thing, but the they go back and forth over the years. And with the AEA scales, I really like emulsion cuz the bladders make the car jump a ton better, but you lose so much grip. And the car jumps just fine with emulsions. It's not super butter smooth, but you're not getting bucked all over the place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I really prefer emulsions. And thanks for reminding me because I got to put that on the list because I got to put emulsion caps on the new car. I am not putting bladders in that thing. They come with emulsion caps, don't they? No. Oh. Uh, At least the .2 kit did not. And I looked at the instructions briefly, and I believe they had it set up with bladders. Dude, it's I'm not. I've never been a fan, and it sucks. I'm not good at getting them even either. Like one right. one will pop out like six millimeters where it's supposed to be, and then the other one will go like twelve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ryan, have See, you I messed around? Bladders. Oh, go ahead. I tried bladders for the first time last weekend, and I liked them, but uh, I have a slight issue with my rear shocks. What is it? They didn't decompress the way that a bladder shock should. They stuck. Oh, kind of know what I mean. They made the they made the rear of the car really saggy. So I could, oh, if I you if you the... build a bladder shock dead, it it will stay pretty dead. Yeah, I built them with six millimeters of rebound. Oh, okay, all right. That's so you weird. lost some of it. That's weird. That is weird. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if you have some. Did you get the caps, or did you just throw the bladders in an emulsion cap? No, I have the caps. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, that, you know, makes a difference. But if you got the caps, and I don't know, man. That that sounds like you got something like, good example. I uh, slightly, slightly, slightly bent a shock shaft on my mini truggy on Saturday. And that thing stuck like, you know, it like stuck for a split second and then like popped out violently. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got something funky in the rear shocks happening. Well, I'm going through them right now and I just straight tested all both of them and they're both straight as an arrow. Huh. So I'm going to throw the uh, emulsion set up back into yeah. it and see what about uh what about uh hinge pins like are your hinge pins clean perfect brand new brand new 
Um, sway bar, you have that even on both sides the second you start to... Two, two mil. All right. Yeah, man. It sounds... I don't know what the funkiness is. Yeah, it is weird. Because usually when it doesn't pop back up, but you still have six millimeter, it should, you know, sprint slowly Pinch. come back up. Yeah, and it didn't. It just, it, the rear end just stayed planted the whole time, so I didn't have, like, any ride height. Huh. It, it made the made the rear of the car very... Oh, that would suck. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't really go fast. No. <laughs> no, for sure not. No, I'm... I'm an emulsion fan with, uh, I like Kyosho Pistons. Kyle kind of got me on those. But I also like the um, 8-hole 1.2, 1.3, the taper hole ones. Mm -hmm. I also like those a lot, too, the associated ones. I'm on the 5-hole 1.3s. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I mess with those, too. Uh, Ryan, what do you prefer, emulsion or bladder? Uh, I, I usually just build whatever the kit calls for, and then I never touch it again until I sell it, because I probably only raced it twice Okay. by the time I sold it. Um, they both have their place for me. If I actually you know, was a little bit more ambitious with setup, I would go back and forth, depending on conditions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, th I just think you can get away with uh running an emulsion shock um you don't really have to dink around with bladders so much just because the the freaking cars are so good yeah no so they really are um are we making a call tonight or should i get into notes and questions i, I don't have anybody to call i got uh clayton said he'd, he'd come on did he give you a can time we, can we possibly do him last and then I'll sneak out while I have company here. Sounds good. I'd like to do. I'd like to do questions. All right. Should we do questions then notes? Sure. Okay. Um. Hold on one second. I was talking to a buddy. Um. It's fun. I closed my phone before I started the show, and then I opened it back up, and it's like, oh. <laughs> um. Crap. My, uh, our bud Dwyer post got removed from Facebook today and they said, do you need help? <laughs> <laughs> it was from like six years ago. Cause <laughs> Joey, I know you probably don't know who our bud Dwyer is, but look it up when, uh, we're done with this. I will do that. Uh, we got one from. Dale Reek, I had one hell of a main with him in Mini Truggy. He bumped up from the B and he shot through the field like a bat out of hell. I ended up nice. I ended up getting fourth over him, but it was a great battle. We were doing the accordion thing, like I'd catch up to his back bumper and then I'd bobble and then I you know. He goes, uh, what do you feel is the best way to handle rain out weekends in the MNRC series, especially since we all schedule well in advance to attend them. Well, Dale, we've had two total rainouts in the history of the MNRC. Um, 
I've always wanted to schedule a rain date, but it's never seemed necessary because we always get a condensed schedule in or, you know, maybe shortened qualifying, maybe a shortened main day. Maybe we don't practice on Friday, you know, but we always seem to get the majority in. Do you guys have any thoughts? Pack enough beer for you and your um, cheap-ass buddies that don't bring enough. Yeah. Make sure they're cans, too, because everybody likes a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> um, oof. Yeah, bring crawlers. I don't know. Yeah. No, but... I, I'll, I'll have mine at every MNRC event this year. Yeah, like I said, um, and if it looks... Let's say it says... 60 to 100% on every single day, we'll just call it on a Thursday and be like, hey, sorry, guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Speaking of the MNRC real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but do we have an update on Southern? What, what, what are they doing for, like, dirt and stuff? Are they, are they bringing it in, in a new layout? They're doing a new layout, I've heard. Right before the MNRC, so we'll see, because that's what most tracks do. Right before the MNRC, they put in a brand new layout. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see that. All right, Frank Miller is wondering, should there be some sort of breakout rule for guys that are racing in classes known for all of us racers that are aimed for newcomer and novice drivers such as spec slash once you hit that certain breakout you are required to bump up a class where there are more advanced guys running i know people are upset with my questions recently regarding this stuff but i've heard this question by a few people already hold on this is a long one why do we need to split up classes in every which way so everyone gets a trophy Con, um, doesn't running with the best make you better if a guy's TQ and doesn't finish on the podium? Why the hell do they need a pitcher next to the top three holding the TQ sign? Isn't that kind of embarrassing? How much is too much when deciding who gets trophies at a bigger regional race? Seeing the spring champs gave a participation award for every A main driver in third place in the B main. What is the required skill level a racer should have before traveling to races and not being a waste of money? All right. No. Did Jeff Choban write that post? Frank Miller did. It's a joke. Remember how Jeff yep. used to always give us really long questions? Yes. It was a really <laughs> good joke. All right. Can, you just didn't laugh. I know, because I'm thinking I I'm, I'm going to jump in with my short answers quick. And then Ryan and Joey, you can take it from there. So, at certain places, there are breakout rules. Like at Thunder, if you win three in a point series, you have to bump up for the next point series. And that adds into his next question. That's why they split the classes. So they, people have places to go. Um, there was another part of that question about sportsmen racing other classes. Personally, sportsmen guys, they want to run as many classes as humanly possible. It's a race director whose job it is to say no. And it, it's pure greed. 
in my opinion. If you're racing sportsmen and then another class, it's greed from the race director that allows that. Um, but why do we need to split up classes? Well, you need to split up classes for your novice drivers to go and your intermediate drivers to go and et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't running with the best make you better? To a point, if you're getting spanked by two laps, you're not going to catch on to a damn thing. Uh, the TQ thing? Well, if they have a TQ placard, sorry, man, that's part of the deal. He's got to stand in there. What is dumb is the five-man podium. I dislike that. How much is too much when deciding who gets trophies? They've all, always done the top ten at the spring champs and only take pictures of, of the podium. That's the way it's always been. Um, what skill level for a racer... Should try, dude. What are you doing? Me? Yeah. I am rebuilding my shots and trying to do it as quiet as I can. <laughs> Sorry, there's just a ton of noise happening. Sorry, man. <laughs> You're not succeeding. Yeah, <laughs> my mute button won't work. Uh, oh, here's uh, what is a required skill level a racer should have before traveling and not being a waste of money. Uh, like I said. Um, on the last episode, when you travel for a race, take it as seriously as possible. Well, as serious as you want it to be. If you want to do well, you're going to have to take it seriously and not drink and not stay up. You know, you're not going to like, remember when we talked to Troy about the worlds, Ryan, mm -hmm. all he saw was the track and the hotel and the McDonald's. And this was in yep. London. Guess what? That's all you're going to see if you want to do well. And then he asked, should... They have a McDonald's in London? They have a McDonald's everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Probably not in the Ukraine anymore. No. Well, maybe yeah, not in Russia. Well, for sure not in Russia. And then he asked, should guys signed up for sportsman class be allowed to run mod classes? And like I said... Dude, sportsman guys, they run – it's their job to try to run whatever they can to get um, experience. Um, but it's the race director's job to call them out and be like, dude, you're running sportsman. You can't also run 13.5 wheeler, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Correct. All right, Ryan, you got anything? Yeah, well, I answered him. I, um, I did not read any of that. I just saw paragraphs yeah, and paragraphs. It's like, oh. It's, it's been repeated by many people many times. Spec Slash is not a novice or a beginner class, period. It's spec. That's it. Yes, new people run it. Yes, novice-type people run it. But also, you've got the John Schroers. Alan Smith used to love that class. Actually, I think he's running it again. Yep. I think he's racing it at MMR. Um, it's a super fun class, and you're never going to be able to tell certain people that they can't run it. No. It, it's just that's not the point of the class. You're you're looking at it from the wrong perspective, and I get it. MMR doesn't have a novice or a sportsman, so that's where they end up. Yep. But this leads into another the next question. Why do we need to split up classes in every which way so everyone gets a trophy? We fucking don't. It, if enough people 
would sign up in a class, you'll end up in the main event that you belong in. Right. And if you're a C main driver in that class, you don't deserve a fucking trophy. No, you're right. But personally, it's plain and simple. The the intermediate classes drive me nuts. They make me sick. Your trophies suck. <laughs> they don't mean anything. I, I disagree with you there. I like the intermediate class. I don't like the fact that there's three at some places, but I do like the intermediate. It really, you know. It, yeah, it, they're fun to run. It's a stepping you know stone fun? for kids. When we had D mains, and if we were in the C or the B main, we were so close yeah. to everybody because there were so many people to divvy up into those different lower mains that everybody ran with close, closely skilled individuals. Sure. I That's... ran back in the day when you were, you may you were in the C main and there were no bumps because the computer couldn't do it. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. And the, and they don't usually bump at dollar and everybody's fine with it. I mean, we all want to get out of there. Yeah. So. See, here's the deal too, though. Uh, it's a different generation than us, Ryan. We grew up different. Yeah, I. But it's people our age too, though that they're catering to it's guys that are just getting into rc sure maybe sure. they never raced anything else in their life and does it suck getting your ass handed to you yeah but you know what i did hmm. i fucking went to the 510 like three times a week yeah. when i was trying to figure this rc thing out i didn't just show up and expect to have a class that i was going to be in the a main in okay everybody's too fucking soft yeah and i'm a soft i'm a soft person all around too i'm not saying like i'm a fucking tough guy or anything but it's just like suck it up if you're not fast enough to be in an a main with everybody which i'm not you know when i race nitro buggy it's a oh it's yeah a freaking miracle when i get to the a right right and but it, it feels like such an accomplishment but do you know what i like about the c main or the b main at what? at the nitro series what i'm with really similarly skilled drivers yeah and you don't get that when you split the classes up as many times as they do at a place like Thunder Road. And I'm not signaling you out, Thunder Road. I love what you guys are doing. I'm just saying tracks that do that in general. Yeah. And I've always said I always think Thunder has one too many. I, I <laughs> Yeah, more than one too many. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I've said I like the intermediate, but uh, the three is unneeded. Um, anyways, continue on with the – do you need more – what else? Uh, I love the TQ when the person isn't on the podium because I think it's hilarious that yeah. they have to go back up there <laughs> yeah. and take the picture. So we definitely should keep that. Um, Spring Champs, I don't know, whatever. It's a, it's a big event. Alex puts a ton of you know, effort into it. And if he wants to give out more trophies, that's his prerogative. Dude, Boom Graphics made awesome trophies. Oh, I bet they did. Um, the required skill level to to go to a traveling race i my policy is not to waste your money period there's plenty of great places to race locally but there are it's you you hit it it's what are your expectations if you just want to have fun and you have the money to do it hell yeah go to some travel races race sportsmen drink some beers meet you know like-minded people make some new friends uh, I, I don't think you have to be a freaking expert no, you to, don't have to be to go around travel races at all. I, I think if if you want to do it, man, just go do it. Have fun. I've done it both ways. I've went and I've drank beer and I've went sober, and my results are always definitely better when I'm in the pits, sober, and wrenching my dick off. Yep. 
Absolutely. So if you want the best results possible, do it sober. If you want to drink and have fun and maybe do slightly worse, do it, you know, the drink, drink, do it, whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, man. What, what do you think? Don't let us tell you yeah. that you shouldn't go to a yeah. travel race. What do you think, Joey? Do you have any I thought? Mean, you, you, you both kind of described it in a nutshell, but there's, there's, I mean, let's, let's take it into consideration. Like you go, you go to these psycho nitro blasts, you go to silver state, you go to DNC, you know, you go to all these big eight scale nitro races and you try and run a pro class and you already have in the back of your head, you're not going to do very well. So then that's, that's where the, the sportsman and the intermediate comes in is that's where your similar playing field is. Now, the whole deal with being a sponsored driver and running sportsman or not running sportsman or whatever, that's, that's also on, all on speed because they even said in perfect example, psycho nitro blast. I, there was a couple of guys down there that are sponsored drivers and they ran sportsman only because they're, they thought that they would be in a better fit for sportsman than intermediate. I mean, you know, Dude, if you that's feel like bogus. you can do better, you can do better in a, you know, with slower people. Then that's that's you know that's your call. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's just a toss up, and I'm not trying to bash anybody or anything. It's, I mean, like me, if I was to go down there, I would have ran intermediate. Yeah, I'd run intermediate too, but I would not run sportsman because I have a chassis sponsor. Yeah. But there is also that loophole that the race time entertainment people have that you can run sportsman because of your lap times. If your lap times were above the fastest sportsman driver, then they would make you run intermediate. Now here's the deal. You shouldn't listen to race time what you should run. You should PM your team manager and be like, hey, what can I run at this? It shouldn't be up to race time. It's up to your chassis sponsor, your tire sponsor, you know. I mean, yeah, race time, they don't care. They're just whores. Not literally, <laughs> but, you know. They want their money. They do. They they want you to sign up for all the classes so they get up to their a thousand to get over a thousand entries again so they make 114,000 bucks again and uh, I went off about that already. No more. <laughs> I don't know. Long story short is it's not necessarily something that other people are doing just to try to win. It can... They're doing it to have fun. Yeah. And that's where I think that's where the whole funster thing came in to play. Yeah. From well, the last episode. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, I kind of said it. I didn't mean it as derogatory as I it sounded, but we'll get into that in a little bit here because I got that in my notes. Um, let's see here. Mike Glider is wondering eight four zero or eight four four battery cap. Rohr says four twenty a cell with plus minus O two tolerance. Places around uh, it places them around eight four four. Do what your track says. That's why I say every track is different. Every multimeter at the track is different. I had to bump my charger up 0.05 from Thunder Road to the Hobbyplex because the multimeters are that different. 
Really? Yeah. And then if I go to, um, if they check the batteries at uh, the toy box, I got to drop it a full one-tenth of a volt. It all depends on your multimeter that they're using at the track. True. So, you know, see what the track rules are and check what their multimeter is, my opinion. You know, 844 is a good thing because your warm-up laps don't kill your battery as much. Mm-hmm. Do-do-do-do-do. Um, that was just a simple one. Jason Chenard's wondering, how many funsters did Junior spot in o- Omaha over the weekend? <laughs> oh, four? Maybe five? Did Frank send you a free funsters t-shirt? Because he should. No, no. Because you came up with funsters. No, it's fine. He, well, you know, we talked about something earlier, and it's like, Frank, send Joe a T-shirt. No, I don't need one. It's fine. Send him a T-shirt. But, <laughs> well, what I was going to say is there are more young wannabe pro kids there than Funsters. And holy shit. I kind of cool. love how intense these kids are. How serious they are. And they're all so fast. <laughs> but they can't. Is Tom Ritterneck there? No. But guess what? They can't race for shit. Not even a little bit. It's like third through tenth. I saw this because I marshaled a bunch of the mod A mains. They did triple A mains for two and four mod. Mm -hmm. I saw a kid come up, blow a corner, and nail somebody, and the kid that hit somebody else screamed, God, you're an effing idiot. What are you doing? It's like you didn't even try to make that corner, and you're yelling at the guy you hit. You're a little asshole. (laughs) And that happened. Not just that happened. I watched three total of the mod mains between two and four. That happened. Six to eight times with different kids. Those kids plow into each other. They're little assholes. They don't have the patience to be pro. They don't. Watch him run into each other like that. It's like, oh my God, you're all fucking way faster than me, but terrible racers. I was. They race like they think they know how to fight because if somebody raced me the way they were racing we would be in a fist fight at the end of that that's how bad it was just make sure i'm the one with a video camera seriously no it dude it's i i haven't seen anything this because you know like with my mini truggy i'm hitting 21 twos for my fast laps these kids are getting into 20 and a half i think in four wheel they hit in like 19 8 19 9 fast as shit and they look smooth when they're doing it 
but it's like when they get around another car, they can't help but to plow right into them. And then they scream and ah. It's like, damn, you're all just, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just laughing because <laughs> um, me, I mean, I was walking up there with, um, uh, I was racing mini truggy with a bunch of guys my age, you know, full sleeve tattoos, long beards. I'm like, man, those guys are racing like they think they want to fight each other. They're like, yeah, they're a bunch of dorks. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, and Ryan, you would have been shocked. Go watch that mini truggy A main that was posted in the RC Racing Group. Okay. That was one of the cleanest mains of the whole weekend. I love to hear it. Uh, the usually the dirtiest fucking class locally in Omaha. It was super clean and super close. It was awesome. That's great. I I really miss wheeling wheeling one of those vehicles for sure. Yeah. But sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I had to go off on that little spiel a little bit. So there were definitely more wannabe pros than uh, funsters. Because, yeah. Um, another one from Mike Glider. Setup advice. Say you make, so say you're on the right tire, which is 90% of it. What is the next move to make if the car is still loose in the rear on outdoor dirt? Also, added bonus, what's best when half the track stays wettish and packed and the other half dries out and gets loamy? Which side? You set up for the loamy because the other half is eventually going to get dried and loamy. Wouldn't you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Um, I say easiest way to adjust, you know, raise your rear roll center on the tower for a little more grip and maybe adjust your pills. Maybe you're too stiff on the rear spring. You know, what do you guys think? I, I can't disagree with anything that you just said. Um, what do all you of those things. Maybe play with toe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Add a little more rear toe. What do you think, Joey? I was thinking, thinking, Ray, uh, moving the camber link on the tower. Yeah, that's why I said raise the roll setter on the. Yeah, you raise that up and yeah. Yep, uh, soften up the car a little bit. You got it. Yeah. Ah, uh, no. another. Go ahead. Hint for thought. Uh, uh, Hoodie makes a setup manual. Yes. I gotta get that on road one. Yeah, Hoodie makes that one, and then uh, JQ makes his book, and JQ's book is, from what I've heard, top notch. Didn't you get one of those, Ryan? No, I I should have. I I was planning on it when he when he first came out about it with it and then I totally forgot about it. Yeah, it's the invisible I, speed. Man, I used book. to I used to love, you know, listening to his Facebook lives and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, that invisible speed book. I'm going to eventually buy it. I have so much other shit to buy. Might as well. And you can just put it in your toilet or something and yeah. every time you go in there, <laughs> you can read something and learn something. Dude, instead we... of looking at your stupid phone. Senior still carries a triple X main setup book around with him. It's very uh, similar to the Huddy one, but it, the triple X main one was 
printed in like 2000. Associated used to have really nice basic ones in the backs of their manuals. Yep, they started doing that after the Triple X main book. Um, Nicholas Flint is wondering, buy used or new? What pitfalls are there? Watch out for when buying used. Uh, I'll tell you what. If the driver, is it impressive at all? Let's say he's a midfield scrub like me. I wouldn't buy it, even though I know my stuff is good. But what about the guy who's one spot or one ahead or one spot below me? Their stuff mm-hmm. might suck. But like when you buy from like guys like I don't know, like Greg Baumel, Jeremy Whitting. If you buy from Kyle Holmberger, Clayton Kartluka, you're going to get a good vehicle if you buy used. You know, Kevin Vanner, John Weida, they're all going to have good stuff. But if you're buying from a guy who trips over his own dick every lap, well, part of that might be the car, and there might be a lot wrong. Hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. Remember that hell I went through buying that T6, Ryan? <laughs> you got what you paid for on that one. I did, but I got it good, and hey, it's for sale. <laughs> 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 I ran my last clay race, so. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, and buying new, it's, I don't know. Um. Are you confident in the way you build vehicles? Are you going, let's say you build a new A-scale. Are you going to be prepared to rebuild the diffs immediately after they break in? You know, on a nitro car, it takes about half gallon, wouldn't you say, Joey? Just about, yeah. Half gallon to break and in. That's, in the, yeah. You that's have to, normally about, what, three, four tanks? That's probably closer to an hour of runtime. So about three or four tanks, yeah. Yeah. But roughly. Yeah. So you gotta be able want to immediately rebuild your wow. diffs after that and all that. And then he's also wondering, do you always run the newest kits? When do you recommend upgrading to the latest if someone is running an older model? That depends. We've talked about that before. Like, there's a bunch of guys selling B6.3s like, oh, I can't have this older model. It's like, why not? The B6.3 is an awesome car. The B6.2 is awesome. The B6.1 is okay still. You know what I mean? It all depends on what you're looking at. But now if you're looking at an original B6 where it's a bitch to get the diff out of the car... Or a B5M to where they don't really make, well, they start making parts again for the RB10 and whatnot. But to where you're also losing lap time, then it might be time to get a new car. If you feel like the car is truly holding you back, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys have a thought on it? Yeah, I don't really... New, oh, I'm trying to think of the last time that I did buy used. Um, the problem car. is, yeah, you you do get what you pay for. You're not exactly sure what you're getting. Even when you get it from a really, really fast person, I mean, that chassis might be clapped. True. 
because uh. they they they're the best drivers they run the most laps they race the most races so there is that uh, i will say i've never i've never received a bad vehicle from kyle holmberg neither i bought, I bought a, a lot from him yep so it is but uh i just feel better about uh you know i before i had twins i had the means to <laughs> buy a new vehicle once in a while and put it together myself and that you know, helps me know the car a little better. True. Know what pieces I need to take off to get to which adjustment. And um, that's all helpful on yeah. race day. So if you can afford it, don't cheap out and buy new. But if you can't, like Joe said, find some reputable drivers and see if you can get their hands, your hands on one of their chassis. Ha- having the newest of the new is always fun, too, because, you know, it's going to be up to date for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for Associated seems like they're on X-Race path right now to releasing a new two-wheel every year. Um, I would still be running Nitro on-road if we had, if the Heart of, Mer- of America still had two races in Minnesota, I would still be doing that over the Minnesota Nitro Series all day long. There is nothing like A-Scale on-road. It's amazing. <laughs> so fast it's but it's so fast and it's as fast as it looks but the car handles it beautifully that's awesome it is um oh i, have, I enjoy the shit out of it just on vrc yes he's wondering also any thoughts on the tlr 22x4 elite release oh i have thoughts on this do you guys have thoughts or can i go off Go off. I have no idea what he's talking about. So, TLR, they have needed a new two-wheel drive for forever. But they they put that aside. Instead of releasing a new two-wheel drive like they need, they said, oh, it's still going to be another year from now. But here's a four-wheel with all the hop-ups that you're all already running. It's the same goddamn car. It's the most unneeded thing that they release. They need a new two-wheel. What the hell are they doing releasing this trash when they got the worst, not hyperbole, the worst two-wheel buggy out there? Because if you look at the fast guys running two-wheel on carpet and a lot of the fast guys on two-wheel on clay, the only thing... That is TLR on that car is the transmission and the rear shock tower. They're running aftermarket chassis. They're running team-associated front ends. They're actually running rear-end parts off of the four-wheel. They're running different C and D blocks to hang on to those rear arms from the 22X4. Dude, why do the drivers have to do so much why can't you make a buggy two-wheel drive buggy that works for him instead of coming out with this nonsense it's a slap in the face to your drivers and to your customers and horizon you should be goddamn ashamed of yourself you should be <laughs> goddamn ashamed of yourself what's happening with proline too that's another rant for another day sorry Go off, King. It's your hundredth well hour. It's yeah. somebody's hundredth show. 
Yeah. Apparently it's nobody's hundredth show, but it's it says show one hundred. So it's uh, I've done are. I've done about one hundred and twenty. Because there's also one on the feed that's not numbered. Um, Mike Nesbitt just goes, all right, boys, 100th episode, here we go. He goes, number one, looking back, what is your favorite episode clip or quote or guest you guys have had in the past 100 episodes? What do you think, Ryan? Oh, man. Um, I got a few for this, and I was looking them up. Episode 65. That was back in December of 2020. We had Chase and Elrich. I was just going to say that. Um, that's a great episode. We had a blast talking to him about everything. Uh, skateboards, um, him getting into RC, his the beginnings of his racecraft business, which is you know going like gangbusters now. I, I actually just bought some stuff, uh, his new tumbler and... Uh, I cool. think I bought something else. Anyway, so episode 65 with Chasen is a great one. And r- we were really banging them out in that era. So yeah. January of 2021, there's one with Connor that I loved. And yes. then my absolute favorite, it's uh, episode 69, coincidentally. Yeah. And uh, it's with my friend Kenny and Benny. Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. That, that and was then more funny. recently... Yep. The very last episode that we did, I was on, man. I drank a Monster Energy right before we recorded, and it, it comes off. Well, so I was going to say, one of my favorite moments was the five minutes I had, had to delete from the last episode of one <laughs> company sodomizing another company out of business. <laughs> yep. Um, and I was going to say, favorite moment was uh, Chase telling his story about him getting credit carded by the skateboard. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. The, the episode with Jason is a great one. Go back and yeah. listen to it if you have time. And the unfortunate one was Keenan, because uh-huh. it was such a great episode. But we had did we have problem with the audio on that one? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I kinda, that was really unfortunate. Keenan and I have to do another swap cast here with all of us and whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Roger that. When I get um, Streamyard, it'll be a hundred percent easier. Um, Joe, Joey, you haven't been on long, but do you have any favorites yet? Not off the top of my head. All right. Uh, another favorite was Ryan laying down in the pits, my pit spot at FTR. Uh, just angry. <laughs> I, okay. Now that does bring back, uh, my, my favorite would probably be the live one at FTR when, uh, <laughs> The most recent F- the most recent live at FTR when yes. Ryan was a little tuned tuned up and just going <laughs> off about that Swift driver in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about him. I gotta listen to that. I never listened to the shows back. You know what's funny? I, I think he was there a week later. Yeah, it was. I remember being back there later. Yeah. Um. And then number two, Mike is wondering how long until Ryan starts embracing the dad life, dad vibes. Greening, are <laughs> you making noises when you get out of chairs yet? Congratulations again, buddy. So happy for you and the wife. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Got my dad noises. I've been doing those for years, though, because my body's so wrecked from all the things that I've done oh, to it. Mike Nesbitt's into mountain biking. He's pretty wrecked, too. Yep. <laughs> um, Matt 
Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. He just says, congrats on 100. Senior is wondering, when am I going to race on-road again? (laughs) I've always said this. Whenever there's a local Saturday club race, I would do it, but that's not going to happen again, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's a bummer. I'm bummed that you can't do uh, Wednesday nights. Man, they're... I've been missing out on this for a long time. They're a lot of fun. They are. I used to do them in the summer. Um, but the problem is, so Sunday is the absolute best gym day. Yep. Well, it's a, it's my, you know, I Sunday's my absolute best day. I wake up, I go to yoga, I go shopping with the wife, I do my MMA podcast, I do open mat. I come home, shower, hang out with the wife some more. Sundays are my best day. That's awesome. Wednesdays are the second best day in the gym. We get like 40 people on the mat. Just, it's awesome. So Wednesdays are never going to happen. Not for me. It's my own personal deal. So, yeah. So whenever there's Saturday club racing... You know, we used to have it, and then it went to Sunday, and it never got any better for those. You don't need another class anyway. You'd have to give something up. No, I wouldn't. Ugh. You're talking you have too, to you have the, too many cars, the, Junior. You're talking to the man, the myth, the legend. The legend. <laughs> make anything. Legendary. For sure. For sure. I just, Senior and I, so Senior and I battle really well with two-wheel drive stock buggy, but the battles are even better with the 12 scale between us we've had it to where have you ever been so close or somebody so close to you that you get mad as if they were hitting you but they're not (laughs) i i'm more frustrated at myself that i can't get away from that person but yeah i totally (laughs) understand what you're saying right right um Tyler is wondering how excited is Ryan for the 24 hours of Fortech? Oh, I just went from six to midnight. Yeah. The Fortech race is going to be incredible. I can't wait. Even, even if I break 15 minutes in, um, you know, I'll go help announce and, and Marshall and laugh and cause it's, it's going to be a hoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently the, the 24 hours, I think it was a, you know, two hour or whatever race of uh, slashes like 10 years ago. Yep. People are still telling epic stories about that race. Yeah. So uh, we're hoping for, you know, some slice of that. You know, and again, this is for another time. Uh, there are a couple tracks. Hobbyplex does this is they get a spec to Maya kit and part of it. It's a six or an eight hour event, and part of that event is building the car. And the second you can get your car on the track is when your laps start counting. <laughs> okay. So it's two races <laughs> in one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael Cook is wondering uh, he goes, long time listener from Grand Rapids, Michigan here. Uh, I know you have touched on this in episodes, but w- would you mind going over some of the settings you use on your Sanwad that you use to dial your stuff in to make it feel better? He goes, congrats on 100 boys. Keep it up. Um, feeling and speed. Turn down your feeling to three. 
turn down your speed to minus 15, minus 20. What do you guys think? I, I followed your advice recently, and it worked. So, yep, go do that. Goddamn, something worked. <laughs> uh, and believe me, that's a, these are both, it's a mixture of Tor's advice and Kyle's advice that I'm just re-spewing. Um, I've had the original M12 since 2012, and I just learned about the feeling setting in 2019. <laughs> right on. That's just one of those things in the radio I never looked at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's about 75 of those things on the M17. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick Flint, another one from him, he says, What's in store for the next 100 episodes? What has been the most surprising change in the podcast since episode one? Um... The seriousness, I never, the first few episodes on this feed, I didn't take it serious. I never took notes, all that. I just tried to spew like, um, do you guys, I know I've asked this before, before, but have you listened to the Bill Burr Monday morning podcast? I, I've, I I've listened to clips of his podcast before. Well, he basically does a monologue for an hour. Okay. But the thing about Bill Burr is he's top five best stand-up comedians in the world. Yep. Well, I thought I was going to do a Bill Burr and just off the top of my head rant for an hour. And then after a couple episodes, I realized this is hard and I quit for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, next 100 episodes, like I said, I'm planning on building a studio here i plan on setting up a camera setup i mean when you guys come on you could use your cell phone cameras it won't matter but i'm gonna have a camera set up um studio all that stuff um different board but that's tech better technical stuff too you know god people are gonna just love seeing me in my pajamas picking my nose dude waxing poetic on the ran out of talent podcast I, i'm gonna let you know now <laughs> that mm, the way i fiddle with stuff is gonna bug the living shit out of people <laughs> like i i've been loosening and tightening my dremel for the last 45 minutes <laughs> um yeah but I don't know where I'm going to stream, but it's going to be either Twitch or YouTube or something. Cool. Uh, weird naked pic of Jessica Andraj. Sorry. She's a really okay. gross uh, She's a really gross uh, UFC fighter. Okay. Uh, Sean Cordova is wondering, in the event that I'm not, have you used the X-ray active diff in the associated cars and if so, how did you like it? I have not. Um, it's probably good technology, but that kind of stuff scares the shit out of me. Have you guys tried it? No. No. <laughs> I, I think uh, my friend, my on-road friend, Anthony Swift, has one in his X-Ray. Yeah. But I don't know what it does. I, yeah. And then he goes, uh, he thought he's past the bet, uh, deadline, so he put a gif of bender from breakfast club saying does barry manilow know you raid his wardrobe 
<laughs> I love that movie. What a great movie. Yep. Um, Christopher Watts is wondering, is Team Orion making a comeback? HMX claims to be readying a new line of EFC. When will those be available? Now, I looked into this for a split second, Chris, and what I'm wondering is it going to be like what LRP did when they come back? They're going to come, instead of having the flow, they're going to have the flow X, which is the same ESC, except they put an X on it, and it's been the same for like 10 years. You know, it's... Are they coming out with something new and something innovative, or are they regurgitating a hobby wing or their old stuff? And the bad thing about Orion, are they going to still be insanely high-priced? Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever bought Orion stuff. Have you? I mean, yep. but I have, and I felt dirty after it. Yeah. They wanted a lot of money for their chargers. I'm glad I had, you know, I had that backdoor deal with Horizon yeah. at the time. And so those... I was getting that $275 charger for 75 bucks. God, but, I mean, it wasn't even that great of a charger. It no. Was a, you know, it 10 amps. Yeah, for $300, you get an iCharger 406 and it won't burn your house down. Exactly. I don't know. Have you heard anything, Joey? Not even remotely. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm all for companies coming back, but if they're going to rehash the same old garbage, stay in obscurity is what I got to say. So, yeah, that's it for questions. So, Ryan, what are your plans here? Yeah, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to spend a little time with my family, but I, I want to take a minute uh, to thank, you know, all of the ran out of talent listeners, especially. Oh, most surprising thing. <laughs> the Malaysia numbers. Yeah. I'm, I'm still never going to understand why we are hot in Malaysia, but we are. So, so our last episode got to number 26 in Malaysia. <laughs> so we're still big in Malaysia. We don't know why. We're big in Malaysia, um, Bermuda, and the UK. I think we're big in the Bermuda area because of Keenan, because he's got friends in Bermuda. Oh, man. What an awesome guy. The, the way that he pumps up other shows is uh, very admirable, especially as the guy that's, you know, the pinnacle of RC podcasts right now. But, yeah, thank you, Joe. Um, thank you for the, you know, the multiple years of, of being a consistent co-host. Thank you, Joey, for stepping in and being a full-time co-host now. And uh, thank you both for letting me pop in and out, you know, basically when I feel like it. I, uh... Yeah, I really enjoy bench racing with you guys. So, appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thanks for of being course. a part of the show. And... and say hi to Clayton for me. I don't need to stay on because I talk to him like every other night when we race Dirt Rally 2.0 on the computer. So, okay. <laughs> Just tell him I said hi and you guys have a good rest of your night. Will do. See you later. See ya. Bye. Later. All right. I'm going to pause this for a second. All right, while we're waiting for uh, Clayton to figure out a Skype situation, we are going to hit some notes and burn through a couple of them here quick. Um, I have in my notes that uh, that Funster versus Racer deal I had last week kind of uh, kind of pissed off 
some people, some people had fun with it. You know, it got a reaction out of people, which is kind of cool. But, man, I, I hope I didn't really piss off too many people because, like I said, I used to be, I mean, funster shouldn't be a derogatory term. It's just a seriousness you take it. You know what I mean? Right. So, I just hope nobody took that exactly the wrong way. The people made T-shirts and whatnot out of it. Is Clayton here? I don't. I don't. Hello. Hey, Clayton. Oh. Clayton made What's it. What's going on, guys? Nothing. Just uh, hitting some notes here, and uh, we're in the last little bit of the show. What have you been up to lately, Clayton? Haven't seen you in a couple months. Uh, been working my butt off at my job, and. Yeah, man. Just slowly getting back to the RC stuff here, preparing some old A skills and starting to build a new one tonight, actually. Dude, I got my motor to Sean and my body to Kevin Van Ert, and I have an entire car to build. <laughs> <laughs> I got two cars to build. Yeah. I got stripped down last year's cars to get the electronics and whatnot out of them. Well, so I, I got a balancing act here. So my first race is probably going to be AstroTurf with the e-buggy. So I got to get the e-buggies going. But I also need to get Joey's Nitro buggy going for the dirt. Cause, so I've got to totally rebuild everything and get a new clutch for that thing. Then I got to, yeah, dude, it's, Nitro season like comes up too fast. It's like once it's started and you have everything going, it's simple, but it's like that late april early may push just sucks yeah i i've known about it like you know for months and of course i put it off until the last minute here um, yeah. so yeah. it doesn't help i've been trying to fix my real vehicles too on the weekend so my time is pretty limited on the rc what's up with the real plus my plus my motivation level is just uh not up there for the rc either so yeah i hear you <laughs> what's up with the real um, vehicles uh, so I'm trying to sell my Subaru. So I've okay. just been kind of nitpicking and fixing a few small things, hopefully to increase some resale value. Did you do the, um, um head gasket and upgraded timing and stuff with that? <laughs> uh, that was done before I got it, thankfully. So yeah, me too. I got mine from a dude. Uh, uh, he, he's from like the Buffalo area and he picks up old, like mid, mid nineties to early 2000 Subarus. For like under a thousand bucks, he does five hundred bucks worth of work to him, and then he sells them for gets a couple grand profit. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a lot of miles out of mine. Literally, the body rotted around the car. It was, it was a great car. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just uh, gotten to a point where I don't want to deal with uh, owning three cars right now, so I'm gonna get rid of that and keep the truck but I've had to uh, redo the brake lines on the truck last oh, weekend. Yeah, man, that's a job. So that's, that was fun. It took much longer than I anticipated, which is usually how it goes. Oh, always, with real vehicles. Mm -hmm. Are you still there, Joey? Yep, I'm still here. Okay. Uh, Kyle says he wants to join the conversation, which would be fine. I don't know how to. Dude. Hold on. If, I'm afraid if I hit call, it'll, it'll uh, hang up on the whole situation again. Hold on. Uh, yeah. We Sorry. were uh, chatting on Discord, and he was jealous of me coming on, I think. So he well, asked he, to join. He, he can always he join. To know if the, 
He wanted to know if the guest could bring a guest. Yeah, of course. Um, I just here we go. Add participants. I'm gonna find them right now. Um, there we go. And then there we go. I sent a thing. So he should be adding to some time or whatever. So there we go. Um. Yeah, man, uh, that's the one nice thing about having a new vehicle. I just have to worry about the stupid windshield that's cracked, and that's it. Oh, yeah, windshield already cracked on you? Yeah, and it's a problem with the Nissans. Mine got a little rock chip, but I don't remember it getting hit. But people are having an issue with it. Like, they slam the doors, and the windshield's cracked from the pressure. <laughs> it's a weird situation. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that on that particular vehicle. So anyway, and that's why you don't slam doors. Yeah, yeah. Try Are you talking about a techno issue? Yeah, no. There's Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? Pretty good. Uh, we're talking about uh, my truck has a cracked windshield in it already. Uh, it has a little chip from like a pebble, but I don't remember it getting hit. But I've been reading on uh, a Facebook group people like slam their doors on their truck and their windshield cracks. It's a like a weird pressure thing. So, uh, so is a dealer will a dealership uh, help you out on that, or do you got to do that through insurance? I'm just uh, doing it through insurance. I got Joey. What are you doing? Sorry, <laughs> that's not me. Okay, I thought it was I assumed Joey. that was Joey. Yeah, I did too. That's Kyle. Then what are you doing, Kyle? <laughs> I didn't think you'd pick it up. Oh, that's fine. sure. Blame the new guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Kyle, how's, uh, your racing going? You recently went to the buggy champs in Milwaukee a couple weeks ago and all that. How'd that go? Yep. Yeah. Clay and I took the trip out. We drove down Thursday night yep. and then practiced all day Friday. Well, I shouldn't say practice all day. We did a one qual, I think started at like five. Yep. And that was pretty good. One thing is they don't do, uh, like a seated round, so it was just kind of thrown into the wolves with everyone, and there's a big big gap in pace in some classes. Oh, sure, like sure, and some people won't get out of the way for you. Yeah, so it's all about trying to be smart and get the uh, resort good for Q2 instead of tr trying to put in a hot hot run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, do you also uh, you also went down to Las Vegas for the NCTCS race. How did that go for you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, showed great pace. Just I guess main day just made I don't know more mistakes than I usually do. But it was a track that you had to drive a hundred percent on. You can't really back down. Otherwise, you'd make mistakes, which I did. That was a tough track. So. I plan on doing the NCTS series next year but mm -hmm. vegas that track i i look forward to going to that track but uh hopefully they fix the uh, aluminum jumps with the weld bead down the center of them yeah that and just vegas in general it's it's a great location yeah um i i said it on a couple episodes ago i would it was just happenstance that i was there at the same time as the ncts and it was a beautiful time of year, and they were having a heat wave too. So, like one of the day, two of the days is like ninety three degrees. Yeah, I think four days in a row is their record high. Yeah, it was okay. pretty good. 
Um, I was hitting some notes here. So have you guys heard that uh, Dieter and Knapp are leaving Trinity to start their own deal? Hmm. I know Knapp is gone, but yeah. I don't know about that other part. Yeah, uh, I've been hearing Jim Dieter uh, has uh investor in the Chicago area. He's going to kind of do a Dieter Motorsport deal. He's going to also... From what I hear, this is again this is, the this last part is hearsay, but I hear he might be opening up an oval track too. So yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, <laughs> well, dude, I I've been talking to Gary. Gary's been going to Thunder Road the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, I just want to build a street stock and hit his track up. It just sounds like a bunch of fun. And then you got, yeah, and you guys are going out to Kellogg a bunch this summer, aren't you? Uh, I don't know. His race states kind of overlap the A-scale stuff. So I think the only one, I think there's like a June race at the beginning of June and then something in the fall that kind of lines up to where I'm going to be able to go. So Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he works nights, so he kind of need to. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's also a, uh, there's a race, it's called Attitude Raceway. It's over in Wisconsin. Yeah. Their opener is this Sunday. Okay. Outdoor track. Oh, I, that'll be cool. Is it, I, I mean, obviously it's a dirt track, but is it a oval, tri-oval, anything oval. weird in there? Just oval, just your standard oval. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything too special from the pictures. I've never been down there. Okay, where in Wisconsin? Ooh, I'd have to look that one up. That's all right. Oh, look, look, look. That's all right. I thought it was Iowa. Oh, okay. It's it's on, it's, oh, it's in Wisconsin somewhere. Um, Yeah, it was just hearsay. Elmer Disky was talking about it. Gotcha. Wapin, Wisconsin. Okay. W-A-U-P-U-N, Wisconsin. I've never been, I've never even heard of that area, but, you know, there's a bunch of Wisconsin areas I've never heard of. Um, Have you guys, well, I know Kyle's heard about it, but have you seen the huge race that Brandon Rose and Live RC are putting on? Or not Brandon Rose, uh, Brandon Rohde. <laughs> uh, no, I have not. That's uh, that cash race, isn't it? Yeah. So it's um the Visions RC race. Uh registration is limited to three hundred and sixty entries, which I love. And uh, it's gonna have a thirty thousand dollar purse. It doesn't <laughs> say how it's divvied up exactly. But that's intense. Yeah. You know, I'm sure so it's the event he's got a full deal there's like four classes so i'm sure it's going to be divvied up between the four classes somehow but it's going to be at the mid-america outdoor um sorry i'm looking oh it's going to be in uh oklahoma so that'll be a fun one um absolutely i would love to go to that I'd love to go to that one, but from the end of March till the past couple of weeks, I've just been murdering my vacation time. 
I only get three weeks paid vacation. I've already used like a week and a half this year. Oh, no. So I got to chill the hell out. Um, There's definitely some bent shock shafts here. On your car, Joey? Yeah. I, just, I got done building the rear, and so I'm sitting here compressing them. It's still doing the same thing. Yeah, it's usually such a slight bend. And what you do is if you can't see it, put it on like a, your flat board and whatnot and slowly roll it with the light, and you'll see a tick of gap. Yep. So, yeah, Kyle, we were talking. Joey was having an issue with the uh, bladders to where he's got the proper six millimeters of uh, travel. But when the car, uh, when he drops it, the car's rear end just stays sagged. It doesn't bounce back up at all. Talking about A-scale? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of it's because well, when you drop the car, the track would change it. So the tires are holding the car down to the ground. So when you drop it, you want to roll the car forward. So the tires wow. aren't... Even right now, just compressing it on the bench, it... it doesn't decompress fully it almost like stops somewhere along the line is it like yeah, a hard stop bound up then yeah huh? sorry he's just wondering if it's bound up joey oh yeah it's bound up somewhere yeah i had him set up his bladder and then i just now switched him back to emulsion thinking that was the issue and that is apparently not the issue yeah that's that's the thing. I mean, uh, the slightest little bend will, you know, give you tons of fits. Solid hell. Yeah. Um, Bet you Kyle has some for you. Yeah. <laughs> Retail. Uh, uh, Kyosho uh, just came out with their new uh, 30th anniversary MP10. It's their 30th, 30th anniversary for the Inferno. It's just a cool-looking car. Uh, Kyosho, you know, they really gave up on the 10-scale side, but they're still really trying on the A-scale side. Um, yep. They always have a solid vehicle. It's it's kind of cool that, yeah, they still have Kanai as a designer, and they're not just um, running through fresh out-of-college kids. So, yeah, that's awesome. And then... um. I mentioned this in the shout-outs, but, uh, and again, I want a big thanks to Keenan White and Pete Phillips. Uh, Keenan sent me that uh, David Ronalfolk RCGP body, and today in the mail I got a couple of Ryan Mayfield bodies. Um, it's uh, actually one of them's is TLR body, A-scale body, which is yeah, dude, that's a rare one because he was with TLR for. Was he there for a full two years? It's either a year or two. Yeah, and then a Yokomo ten scale one and two one a scale tires. They're definitely going to be nice masterpieces in the background of the studio I'm building. So it sounds like you got quite a bit of stuff then. Yeah, dude, I, I. I'm still thinking about a banner, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice when it's done, and I'll be able to do video. Cause yeah. right now I'm sitting on my RC bench, and I got I don't know three and a half feet from my 
bench to my RC car shelf to where I can barely move. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it sucks. I don't yeah. think that I don't think that compares to the little aisle that Clayton has. Uh, oh, Clayton has a whole room, but it's just filled with shit. Uh, I would give Ryan a run for his money on uh, a messy room for sure. You know, Clayton, you and I are probably. Uh, I will not take a picture of it and post it online, but <laughs> I will. I will tell you in person that I will give you a run for your money on the messy room. I second that. It is fucking messy in there. I'm counting in mine 18 cars. I have a 40-gallon garbage bag full of vintage bodies I don't know what the hell to do with. I have totes all over the place filled with podcast stuff. I have totes filled with tires, random totes filled with... Dude, Clayton, I bet you and I are in the same situation because I have a long, like, aisle because my RC room is actually, like, I have a room where you walk in and the furnace and the water heater are there. My RC room is behind that. So it's long, but it's narrow. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to sell stuff, but. Yeah, I have that problem. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I'm sitting here, I said earlier in the episode, now that the clay season's over, my stadium truck's for sale, but I might not, I might have a problem selling that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sell that. Nah, maybe, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, then you're just, you're going to just be like me, sell it midsummer and buy another one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you had a good turnout this winter. Stick with it. Yeah. Kyle, what are your uh, summer plans, just uh, A-scale? Yeah, I'll probably do uh, A-scale to start off and then probably hit the INS race at uh, Hobbyplex. That's yeah. the same weekend that you guys are going to go slideways, I think. Yep. Yeah, I was going to yeah. go to the Hobbyplex, but I I would need a week or two of clay racing before that. Mm-hmm. And I said it before you guys came on. Um, yesterday, my body let me know I was done clay racing in a very, very gross way. So, <laughs> you'll have to listen back. Just like make sure you're not now. eating it. Just make sure you're not eating anything. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it, it, it's like that, that, huh? Yeah, it was gnarly. Um, yeah, so it's, um, but, yeah, the Dakota race will be good, but. Speaking are you gonna... of that, uh, Brandon Rose, Tyler Jones got added to the roster of yep. professionals that are going to be there. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So hey, hey, for, Clayton, you know there's a mute button. Uh, that's a, for for uh, INS, are you going to have the new B64? Yeah, I have the carpet hole on, on order. Yep. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to be ordering Joe 3 and I a couple of uh, kits for the indoor whenever... I got to chill out on buying stuff for just a little bit. Yeah. I've been going a little too hard, but yeah. What one... are you going to be running for A-scale cars this year? Do you have the new B4 or are you still going to run the I have... twos for another half a year or a year? I have the Nitro B4. Um, yep. I'm going to probably keep the point two for e-buggy for the AstroTurf. I see you. But did I tell you, Kyle, Oh, I put it on Facebook, so yeah, I told you, I got the Engaro motor that we were talking about. 
Oh yeah, put so, that pipe and yeah, I'm, pretty good. I'm super pumped about that because it wasn't looking good for a bit, but yeah, it came through for me, and I'm a happy guy. Joey's gonna have a Ninja BO3 that's in really really good shape. It fresh pinch, brand new front bearing on it. Uh, it'll be just enough power for it. Danny had a old 2060 pipe laying around for me. Oh yeah. That sounds like a better motor than what Joey's going to be running this year. Yeah. Simmons. What are you running for Simmons? I'll have an ultimate. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't know that he was going that route. Okay. Learn the facts this giving, before you talk, buddy. This was trying to throw some shit to uh, Joey. Yeah. Well, you got to give the kids some shit sometimes. Nice try. Nice try. Yeah. But I have been running, I have been running a very tired uh block 21a Ooh, the silverhead for the truck dude the blocks are uh tired out of the box yeah it was tired when he got it yeah yeah that but was, well i wouldn't say it was tired when i got it because i bought that from <laughs> sean it only had a tank ran on it after it had a brand new sleeve rod piston i believe the crank was still the same yeah yeah well, a DLC-coated crank, you're not really wearing that out. Um, Yeah, man. We've been going, well, this episode's two hours and five minutes so far. Uh, I did a interview with Joe 3 to start it out with. <laughs> How nice did you guys go over your weekend? Yeah, a little bit. We went for about six, seven minutes, and then he's like, yeah, I've had enough of you. I'm going to go play whatever. He got into these, uh, this weekend, uh, they had these Bandai things at the Hobbyplex. They're like 30-minute adventure things, these little guys you build. And he really got into that. It's like, oh, great, another thing I got to start buying for the game. I mean, I don't have to, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, did, you do, did you do anything eventful this weekend, Carl? Uh, nope, nothing really. Yeah, taking a couple weekends off before we hit it hard at A scale for Sean's first race, and then MNRC the following weekend. I was gonna say, are you gonna keep your point twos at all, Kyle, and maybe run one of them on try on AstroTurf? Probably not. Yeah, I know you. Honestly, but I do want. I only have the e buggy right now. I do want to try the e buggy for a battery pack before I throw it on the new e buggy. Yeah, um, just to really see the difference. But other than that, no. After that the point two e buggy is probably gonna hit the road. Yeah, um, that new the new B four e buggy the chassis layout with the two shorty packs is very interesting. I've been yep. seeing guys trying to run less than sixty one hundred milliamps, and they're like, "Well, why don't I make runtime?" It's like, "Well, why don't you think?" Yeah, yeah that's one. Well, I remember the... back in the day on the when I was running the Kyosha, I had a forty eight hundred, but that was at like that slim four cell. Yes. So you could do it, I'm sure, just charge them to 435 a cell. Yeah, I still, you know. Are you going to run it? Which way are you going to run it, or are you going to have both options ready to go? Uh, shorty 4S or two 2Ss? Right now I plan on running two, two 2Ss. I just ordered the new 6400 Reeves I just got in stock today. That's, so that's, probably going to run those for the year. Okay, that's G5. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of pumped to try those see what the ir is like um mm-hmm. 
I don't recommend anybody doing this, but I got really, really, really good numbers out of my 4800 SG4 pack on accident. So what I did was I left it plugged in in my truck for two months, <laughs> and I killed it. Yep. Ran it completely dead. Ran it completely dead, but I'm like, I'll try to bring it back. So I sat there. I charged it on NIM mode for like 30 seconds. My finger was hovering on the stop button. So I got it to like two volts a cell. Then I hit start to where it start charging, but it wouldn't start building up the amperage until it hit three volts a cell. I got it down to like point. 5.6 per cell resistance. <laughs> That's not bad. No, it's totally on accident. But it stayed like that. It wasn't just the one charge. I'm like, eh. I might have uh, yeah. just figured out a dangerous way to make a good pack. Yeah, I guess one thing I'd look at for, obviously resistance matters a little bit, but the capacity and then I put a discharge run on it, say like to 1600 milliamps and then... yeah. See what the voltage is. So, yeah, um, it's still, you know, it's still at plenty of runtime. It's still when I discharged it and charged it, it was still full capacity and all that. So, anyway, um, yeah, man, Clayton. So, Clayton, you're playing an A scale and a little bit of oval also. Yep, <clears throat> planning on doing uh, both Sean series and uh, the Minnesota Nitro series, and then probably mixing in some oval. Me too. Uh, hope to get hope to get up to Duluth. Try to run some ten scale outdoor at least once or twice. Doesn't really look like those dates line up very well either. But no. I think there was one of them I can make. So, so close to me. Uh, I'll say because y'all know about the track. Um, well, you guys know about the track. Gurton's talking about rebuilding his ten scale track in his woods. Oh, yep. So I'm going to take my last year's B6.3 and actually try to make a car work on black dirt. I doubt it will, but I want to try I it. I really liked, what was it, Clayton, a point two or point one or whatever. Throw a lay down yeah. in it and drum the arms so they're shorter. Yep. And the car worked amazingly well. Like, yep. Best tool drive I've ever driven on dirt. Wait, so better than a B four or anything. Wait, you dremlet and push the arms farther back to make it longer, or make it shorter. Nope, make it shorter. Okay, so I think I took shorter. I so think I took four mil off the arm to make it move the arm six mil forward. So then I, total. so then I probably want the short chassis too. Mm, I don't um, know about I that. You I did it, but yeah, I mean, we shortened it up basically, shortened it at the hub, and then shaved the arms and moved the arms forward even more yeah. too. Okay. That was with the actual. That was a layback transmission, not a lay down. Yeah, I got a layback. You're mostly looking for like the weight over the axle, not really the length of the chassis. So okay, okay, that makes sense. give or take. That makes sense. I'm gonna be excited to try that. All right, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys coming on for the 100th episode. It's 9.06. I don't have any edits to do tonight, but I still have to hit the shower. So, yeah. yeah. I guess one last question for you. When are you going to get Gurdon on this for a guest appearance? We were kind of talking about it last Saturday, but it's when he's hitting fishing hard, it's going to be oh, tough. Because yeah. he, last Saturday, was it for him for free time until probably late fall 
Yep. He's got a nice little gap between uh, regular fishing season and ice fishing season, and then a nice little gap between ice fishing and regular fishing. So, yeah, he's picking it up pretty good again, though. I'm kind of impressed. So. Yeah, it's awesome looking at the results and seeing him compete with you and junior or you and senior and senior still kicking your butt. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, him and senior. Well, we didn't even talk about the thunder uh, points results, but uh, him and senior practice every Thursday or Friday. They Ooh. practice together quite often. I usually only make it for race days, but yeah, thunder. I forgot to talk about it. Senior beat me. That's all that <laughs> I got yeah, ahead. I, think I heard by a point or two. Uh, a couple. I was ahead by a point, and then he out qualified me by a couple spots, but uh, he did not get the TQ points, which is important. And then um, I got ahead of him for a split second in the main, and then I just messed up, and yeah, he took it. I made him earn it, though. I can say that. <laughs> So that one's going up on the mantle tonight or when you guys got home that night. Oh yeah. I guarantee, I guarantee has a picture of me pouting from when I was a kid that he's going to put right underneath it too. <laughs> so, all right guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. This is episode 100. And like I said, I'm been working on getting a studio going. I'm going to get video working. We're going to probably try to get some live interaction going. So yeah, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. Is there anybody you'd, you'd like to thank Kyle and Clayton? Sponsors or anything? I guess I'll go first on Clayton. Quiet. Um, obviously Team Associated, J Concepts, Reedy, uh, John Crafato with Scream, uh, Joel Scaramel, obviously with Empire Insurance is a big help. Oh yeah. And, uh, Matt Olson with Mod, who does like the lightweight puck systems for right. stock. Right, right. That's great. Awesome. Yep. How about you, Clayton? Yeah, team associated, Reedy. <clears throat> Sean at Full Throttle Raceway. Yep. Uh, Scaramel at Empire Insurance Group. Yep. Uh, looking forward to seeing everybody uh, for the first A-scale race at Sean, Sean's opener at Full yep. Throttle Raceway. I'm going to try to do the double, you know, <laughs> The weekend before AstroTurf and the weekend after, get that dirt car running. I really got to get both dirt cars running because Joe's first season of Nitro, I got to get them running as much as possible. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right, guys, thanks for coming on. And, yeah, man, looks like we've ran out of talent. Thanks, guys.